Welcome to 95 Mac Daily for Thursday, September 14th, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by Declutter. During its special event on Tuesday, Apple touted a whole bunch of new portrait mode features for the iPhone 15 series, like automatic capture of portrait mode shots when using the main shooting mode in the camera app, and the ability to change the subject in focus in the portrait mode shot after you've taken it. It turns out that at least some of this stuff is also coming to older phones. The iOS 17 release candidate build brings the ability to refocus portrait mode shots after they've been taken to the iPhone 14 Pro. Until this week, if you took a portrait mode picture, the desired subject was baked in at the time of taking the photo, So the same foreground region would always be in focus, and the same background region would be blurred. You could adjust the intensity of the blur or remove it altogether, but you could not change the subject of the photo. But starting in the iOS 17 release candidate, when you edit a portrait photo on the iPhone 14 Pro, you can tap on a part of the image to change the focus altogether. So for example, if two people are in the photo, you can now switch the focus from one person to the other. This is done by simply tapping on the face of the person you want to be in focus. This is one of the big marketing features of the iPhone 15 and iPhone 15 Pro, but we now know that it's actually entirely done through software and that Apple has also made it available on the iPhone 14 Pro. In fact, you can even change the focus of an old portrait mode picture in your library so it's not just available for newly taken images. But it actually also extends back even further to the iPhone 13 series, the iPhone 14, and the iPhone 14 Plus. So yes, one of the features Apple marketed heavily during its iPhone 15 keynote is actually available on iPhones dating back to 2021. But of course, there are other parts of the iPhone 15 camera stack that aren't available on older models. For example, the iPhone 14 Pro doesn't automatically take portrait mode images. Instead, you're still required to switch to the portrait mode interface manually. iOS 17 will be available to download for free for iPhone users and iPadOS 17 for iPad users on this coming Monday, September 18th. In other news today, last month Apple discontinued Apple Card financing for iPhones purchased without a carrier connection. And unfortunately, and unsurprisingly, that change applies to the new iPhone 15 and iPhone 15 Pro. So unfortunately, what this means is that to use Apple Card monthly installments to buy an iPhone 15, you must connect that phone to AT&T, T-Mobile, or Verizon. Previously, Apple allowed buyers to purchase an iPhone with Apple Card monthly installments using the Connect to a Carrier Later option. This option meant that users are free to use the iPhone without a cellular connection or via any carrier of their choosing, not just one of the big three. For example, you could connect an iPhone purchased with this option to a carrier such as Mint Mobile or Google Fi, but that connect to a carrier later option is no longer available for iPhones purchased with Apple Card monthly installments, even though the iPhone will still be unlocked the carrier connection will be required at the time of setup. The ability to finance Apple hardware purchases is one of the biggest selling points of the Apple Card, 
and this change puts a big restriction on the most popular Apple hardware purchase, meaning that it's a huge bummer for Apple Card users. We are sponsored this week by Declutter. iPhone 15 orders are just around the corner, which means now's the best time to trade in your old iPhone before they start to lose value. Your old iPhone can lose up to 15% of its value just one month after the launch of a new iPhone and up to 27% after three months. But luckily, Declutter helps you sell your current iPhone for a great price. Declutter pays over 33% more than carrier buyback programs, and they do it in cash. That means you can spend your trade-in value however you want. Declutter also offers a 28-day price lock, so if you start the trade-in process for your iPhone today, that price is good for 28 days, giving you time to sort out your upgrade to the iPhone 15 without losing value. Declutter is 9to5Mac's official iPhone trade-in partner, and you can lock in a 10% bonus on your iPhone trade-in by using code 9to5Mac23 at checkout. That's 9TO5MAC23 at checkout at the link in the show notes below. My thanks to Declutter for their support of 9to5Mac Daily and for being 9to5Mac's official trade-in partner. Running out today, as we've talked about, iOS 17 is coming on September 18th after three months of beta testing. We already knew that there were a trio of features announced as part of iOS 17 at WWDC, but not scheduled to appear in the first release of iOS 17, including the journal app, collaborative playlists in Apple Music, and AirDrop over the internet. But in a new breakdown of iOS 17 features published on its website this week, Apple goes more in-depth on what's still to come in iOS 17 this year. The list includes some features that were announced at WWDC, but also some previously unannounced features that are apparently on the iOS 17 roadmap for this year. For instance, Apple says that the new stickers experience in the Messages app won't actually support the ability to access those stickers through the tapback menu until later this year. The new arrow for catching up on messages in an iMessage group also won't be available when iOS 17 launches next week. At some point later this year, Apple says that iMessage in the cloud will get a major improvement, including syncing messages settings across devices, such as text message forwarding, sending and receiving accounts, and SMS filters. There will also be a new Apple News widget that lets you play or pause an Apple News Plus audio story right from your home screen. Apple's new features for PDFs that were announced at WWDC also won't be available when iOS 17 launches next week, including the new Intelligent Form Detection feature and Enhanced Autofill. There are also new features coming to Apple Music that Apple hadn't previously announced. For instance, Apple Music will add a new playlist dedicated to your favorite songs. This playlist will include all of the songs that you favorited in your library. Apple will also soon let you favorite different albums, playlists, and artists to improve your recommendations. And finally, Apple says that a new Apple ID proximity sign-in feature is coming to iOS 17 later this year. Apple says that you'll have to simply bring an existing signed-in and trusted iPhone or iPad in proximity 
pair the devices by scanning a cloud on the screen and you'll automatically be signed in to whatever account you're trying to link to your Apple ID. There's no word on when exactly these new features will launch, and all we know is that they won't be included in iOS 17.0 next week. Apple has already ramped up testing of iOS 17.1, which is expected sometime probably in October and could include some of these features. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on Twitter, Mastodon, or Threads at Chance H. Miller. And we'll be back tomorrow with a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.